Freedom from Pornography. I'm your host, JT Weatherford. Thank you so much for joining and giving me your time and attention. <clears throat> this is a topic that has been brewing in my heart for a while now. And as far as sharing it and being willing to open about it, I always knew that it was a possibility. I didn't realize that it could actually come to fruition. And to be honest, I'm terrified of what could happen. I'm also excited about the possibilities of what's gonna happen with this and where it's gonna go. And to see lives changed for men and families and for men to step up and to be kings that God has ordained them to be. To start out this episode one, I wanna read from this book that helped me a lot when I was first starting to fight this fight. It's called Surfing for God by, it's not bringing up the, I'll post the link in the description there. Um, Surfing for God by Michael John Cusick um, really helped me just understand some of the fights and what is going on deep down and why I struggle with pornography and why I was wanting to view porn versus actually seeking God. On the back of the book, it even says, every man who knocks on the door of a brothel is looking for God. And what if a lust for porn is really a search for true passion? And Michael just does a great job, especially in the intro, kind of just laying the framework of why we struggle with pornography and what were what is the root cause of it and that's the main thing that i found for to be able to break free from it is you have to figure out the root cause and if you don't deal with the root cause you will never get freedom from it so with that i would like to read kind of the introduction to this here A rabbi and his young disciple sat side by side under the shade of a large oak tree. Help me, rabbi, said the disciple. I am a double-minded man. The law of the Lord tells me. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not be in want. But oh, how I want. The rabbi's face revealed a trace of a smile, but he remained silent. And rabbi, said the younger man, the law of the Lord tells me that my soul finds rest in God alone. But oh, how my soul finds rest in everything else. The rabbi's face revealed the same trace of a smile, but still he remained silent. And rabbi, said the student, the man after God's own heart told us to ask and seek after only one thing, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and seek him in his temple. But my heart seeks after so many things. The student lowered his voice to a whisper. And the beauty I secretly gaze upon brings me shame. How will I ever become a man after God's own heart when I am so unfaithful? With this, the rabbi let go of all constraint and began to laugh, his eyes sparkling. My son, said the rabbi, listen to the story I'm about to tell you. Long ago, a skylark flew above the parched and desolate ground of the desert. Times were hard for all living things and worms were not easy to come by for a creature of the air. Even so, the skylark sang a winsome song day after day as he sought his daily portion. As each day passed, the difficulty of finding food grew more extreme. In his hunger, he began to grow restless, and in his restlessness, he forgot how to sing. The rabbi paused for a moment, wiped his brow, and exhaled deeply. The student sat attentively, 
on the edge of his seat, but wondered what this story had to do with becoming a man after God's own heart. In a whisper, the rabbi continued, One day, the Skylark heard an unfamiliar voice. It was the voice of a traveling peddler, and the Skylark could not believe what the peddler seemed to be selling. Worms, worms, mouth-watering worms, cried the peddler. Come right up and get your delicious worms today. Incredulous at this sudden good fortune, the Skylark hopped closer to the peddler, drawing nearer to this manna from heaven. Worms today, two worms for one feather, said the peddler. At the mention of worms, the Skylark felt a pang of hunger, and suddenly he understood. My feathers are many, thought the Skylark, imagining the taste of the worms in his beak. Surely I will not miss just two small feathers. <clears throat> so unable to resist any longer, the Skylark plucked two of his smallest feathers and surrendered them to the peddler, who unbeknownst to the Skylark was the unholy one in disguise. As promised, the Skylark had his choice of the fattest, juiciest worms he had ever seen, and all without needing to dig and claw in the unyielding ground. So the Skylark took hold of four glistening worms and swallowed them. Such small sacrifice, yet such great reward, the Skylark told himself. Two small feathers is of no concern to me. With his stomach full, the Skylark stepped from his high perch and began to soar. And as he did, he began to sing once again. The next day, the Skylark swooped and sang until he met the nefarious peddler once again. Just as before, the peddler offered two worms for one feather. So the Skylark feasted on the luscious worms until he had his fill. And so it went day after day. Times were still hard for all living things, and worms were still not easy to come by for creatures of the air. <clears throat> One day, after finishing the worms, the Skylark attempted to take flight. Instead of soaring, he plummeted to the ground with a thud. Stunned, but grateful to be alive, the Skylark realized he had no more feathers. Of course he could no longer fly. The rabbi paused for so long that the disciple thought the story was over. He responded to his teacher by saying he would ponder the meaning of the story. Ah, but the story continues, said the rabbi. Sitting down, he exhaled deeply again. Once the Skylark realized he had given up his feathers and could not fly, he came to his senses, said the rabbi. Desperate, he hopped and stumbled through the desert, gathering worms, a small one here, a small one there. After several days of striving and toil, he had a small pile of worms and returned to the peddler. Here are enough worms to exchange for my feathers. I need them back. The devil, however, just laughed and said, you can't get your feathers back. You got your worms and I've got your feathers. And after all, a deal is a deal. And with that, he disappeared into thin air. As the rabbi finished speaking, the young apprentice noticed a tear running down his teacher's cheek. Rabbi, why the tear? The disciple asked. The heart of God breaks when we give away our feathers for worms, the rabbi answered. But even more, his heart breaks when we try to buy our feathers back, for only God can restore our feathers. After a long silence, the disciple asked, And Rabbi, why were you laughing before you told me the story? The rabbi turned, his moist eyes now twinkling again. I laughed with joy because I have seen your heart. In your heart, there is a song, 
and with your heart you will learn to fly. So that's the opening of this book, Surfing for God, by Michael John Cusick, and kind of the the theme behind that is so true to my own story of my fight against pornography and just not even realizing it. It's like, oh yeah, I can give away two feathers. That's fine. It's not going to hurt me. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's fine. But gradually over time, and that's how Satan works, is that just over time he takes a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. Satan is a master at his craft. He's been doing this for thousands and thousands of years. And he can just suck your soul dry and capture your heart. And it is so easy to capture the hearts of men with pornography because it is a silent thing that men struggle with and nobody talks about it. There are some groups that are starting to talk about it and more and more is coming out. There's even more research that's coming out and we will dive into that in future episodes of how your brain is rewired when you look at pornography and how there's actual neurons that completely change their rewiring because of the dopamine hit that you get from it. That's going to be a nerd out episode later on um, because it is so fascinating. And that's an episode in of all itself. But the one thing that I want to focus on here is at the very end, he says, the heart of God breaks when we give away our feathers for worms. God's heart breaks when a man gives a part of his soul away to pornography and to short pleasure, to short-term gains. And the man doesn't even realize it. However, he goes on to say, the rabbi answered even deeper, says, but even more, his heart breaks when we try to buy our feathers back, for only God can restore our feathers. This is where the white knuckling comes in. And I've tried it, guys. It doesn't work. If you can, you can sustain it for a short time. If you try to white knuckle and be like, no, I'm going to fight this. This is the day. This is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to beat this. This is fine. I'm going to gain trust back with my family, with my wife, with myself. And it doesn't work. Only God can restore this. And you have to turn to God and be able to give this over to him completely. Without God, you will fail miserably. Without finding the root cause and coming alongside with the help of a therapist, with the help of a band of brothers, you will fail miserably. And you will continue to be able, you will continue to forever be trapped in this lie. And then to conclude, the rabbi says, in your heart, there is a song and with your heart, you will learn to fly. Every man has a heart in their song, has a song in their heart, sorry, has a song in their heart. As kids, there is joy and there is wonder. 
and it is so exciting. Everything is so exciting. And gradually over time that disappears, that wonder and excitement just disappears. For example, my son, he's six and a half right now, and we're going into Christmas here in a few days. And when this releases, it'll actually be after Christmas. But he's so excited about Christmas. He went and saw Santa the other day and just so thrilled with the joy and the lights and the excitement about it. And one thing I talked to my counselor recently was that it was just like, where is that joy gone for me? Where is that wonder gone? And I'm gaining it back slowly. But this is what pornography does, is it takes away your soul and destroys your heart. And you don't even realize it. It's just gradually over time. And you see it so much in men that we're shells of ourselves. We're not who God created to be. We are not the kings that God wants us to be and has ordained us to be. And it breaks God's heart. So my challenge to you today is to what can you do to find joy and find wonder again? Maybe it's starting with a counselor. Maybe it's signing up to say, yep, it's time to fight. It's time to dive deep into this and to fight to get my heart back. My soul depends on it. My heart depends on it. My family depends on it. My friends depend on it. I need to be the man and to become the king that God wants me to be. Pornography is not the answer. It will leave you empty. It will leave you longing for more. And you only go deeper and deeper into it. So I just want to close with a prayer for you guys. and in this time together. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for this journey. Thank you for placing this on my heart to share with men this very sensitive subject and the very to be vulnerable. I here I am willing to say yes. May the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. And the mouths and the words from my mouth bring honor and glory to you, Father, and to you alone. May these men that start listening to this, that'll come into this community, that'll hear about this, may their lives be forever changed. May we fight against this soul sucking, heart draining sin that we don't even realize that we're fighting against, that it is destroying us. Restore our hearts, Father. Restore our minds. Restore our souls, because only you can. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. You are amazing. You are a king. You have what it takes. If you want to find out more, go check out freedomfrompornography.com. I've got great resources. I've got books. I'll even have links to this book in the show notes. And 
just to get you started on the journey to gaining your heart back. You can do this. You are brave. You are strong. You have what it takes. Have a wonderful day.